Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Travel Fun and Adventure Podcast. We're here to talk all things fun about traveling and having adventures. Now, on week, this is the fourth week, and what I'm looking to in the future is to have interviews with people with significance of traveling, who, you know, travel authors, you know, that kind of thing. But right now, instead, we are going to talk about a, basically, I'm going to give you a story of my most recent trip. Because I think there's lots of lessons to be learned here that you can use on future trips. You know, finding alternatives. Um, you know, when bad things happen, you just deal with them. This trip was really an adventure. It all started when I got the opportunity to do a speaking. I had a speaking invitation down in Miami. Then I realized, well, this actually comes on my son's 18th birthday. So I figured, well, what the heck? He'd still be, he was still in high school, but I figured he could miss a week. And, you know, we can take a special trip that he'd remember, hopefully, for the rest of his life. And so then I started doing, looking around at some ideas of, you know, what could we do? Talk to him a little and some of the things he would like to do. So what it turned out was we decided we were going to take a trip to Europe, for spend a few days in Europe, then fly down to Miami, spend a couple days in Miami, do my presentation, then fly home. All well and good. Now, I am a transportation geek. I love all things transportation, especially trains. I also love planes. And one of the things we plan to do on this trip was to fly KLM Airlines, which is an airline I've never flown before, and specifically on their 747, the, what they refer to as, for my aviation geeks refer to as the queen of the skies, the unique 747. I have actually not flown a 747 since I was, I believe, 12 years old. Actually, I was 11 and a couple months from turning 12. It's been a long time. And what's special about the the 747 was it's a combi, which means is half of the plane was taken up for passengers, half of cargo. And on some of the journeys from New York to Amsterdam, one journey they had horses on the plane. You know, just unique cargo sometimes. And, you know, there's other com combi planes out there flying around, yet a 747 com combi was very unique, and they were actually going to be retired in 2022, so it's like, well, let's fly them. Then we were going to also take a um, train trip in Switzerland that was on a very small narrow gauge, even smaller than most of Switzerland's narrow gauge railroads, which was going to be shut down on December 31st, 20, um, 2020, to be rebuilt into a more standard size gauge. And plus, uh, my son, like like me, loves cars. So we were going to go to Stuttgart, Stuttgart 
Germany and go to the Porsche Museum and the Mercedes-Benz Museum. Great trip plan. Now, I had not gotten the final details on my speaking engagement. So for part of this planning, we weren't sure whether we'd spend the whole week in Europe or just part of most of the week and then fly to Miami. On the way down to Miami from Europe, we were going to fly another unique plane, the A340-600 of Lutanza. That quite didn't work out. And of course, we know what happened. That's right, COVID hit. Now, when COVID first hit, I thought, well, hopefully this will be one of those things we'll pass through real quick. Let's face it, I don't think any of us really realized what an impact COVID was going to have on us during those early days. But, of course, we were going to learn how much of an impact it was going to have. Of course, you know, it wasn't long before travel was suspended. Um, Americans were banned from everywhere. I won't get into the politics and the stupid, you know, everything that went on. But it was pretty clear to me, to me that by about the 1st of June, it's like we're not making a trip to Europe. And everything pretty much shut down between Europe and U.S. The KLM retired their last 747s, including the Combi, so we couldn't ride, fly those. The A340-600s were, were put into storage by Lufthansa. They've come out of storage, but they're probably not going to fly because Lufthansa's buying some other planes. And at this point, I still didn't know whether I was going to be speaking or not. It had not been canceled yet. No clue what was going to happen. So we decided to plan a trip to Miami. We'll just see what happens. One of the things I did was get some travel brochures from Florida. Because one of the things I always try to do with kids, and this is one of the suggestions I will have when I go over some of my tips for trying to take a trip with traveling with kids, especially, you know, if they're over a certain age, is I got them some travel brochures and it's like, what kind of things will interest you? What do you want to do on this trip? Well, finally, after, I mean, it got to be August. The conference was supposed to be in October. They finally announced that the conference would not happen. It was going to go virtual. And when it went virtual, they pretty much cut a lot of the program, including myself. But we decided, well, we'll still look at traveling to Miami and Florida we were eventually going to fly into Tampa and do some sightseeing, go down, drive down through the Everglades into Miami, then back up, go up. I figured go to Cape Canaveral. I haven't been there since I actually was a little younger than my son. Go to <clears throat> my son did not want to go to Disney World, which didn't hurt my feelings any because I'm not a big fan of Disney World. But we found lots of attractions that he wanted to go to that would excite him for his birthday. But as I mentioned before, we we love cars. Well, the weekend we were supposed to fly down also happened to be the weekend that NASCAR was racing at Texas Motor Speedway. But as it turned out, they were going to allow fans at the track. So I 
checked with my son and it's like, how would you like to go to a NASCAR race? He's never been to a live race, any type of live race. So he goes, oh yeah, I want to go. So we switched our plans. Instead of going down to Florida, we went down to Texas. Now this actually saved us some money over our other trip plans. So we did get some travel um, vouchers from American Airlines which I was actually going to use those vouchers next in co- this coming March. They attend a conference in Oklahoma City, but that's been put off, so probably end up using them hopefully down in October to take another trip down to a conference in Miami this coming October. Funny how that works sometimes. So once again, got the travel brochures. One of the things frustrating with, I think it was Dallas, is they don't actually have a paper brochure. You, It's only virtual. Orlando, I think, was the same thing. That was a little frustrating because it's kind of hard to kind of make plans and stuff. I know everything, a lot of things are going online, but it's still nice to have paper copies. So you can kind of explore them and write down what you like. So the plan, so we made up a plan. We were going to go to... Dallas, also go to um, Oklahoma City. I wanted to take my son to the um, Oklahoma City Memorial. And then we were going to drive through Arkansas, which is a state he's never been to, and into Louisiana. Actually, ending up where his best friend's parents actually grew up in Shre- outside Shreveport. Then drive into um, Dallas. <coughs> I planned something for his birthday that I didn't tell him until... We actually got to the place. Now, pretty much flying down there was with American Airlines. I did a sample travel review for that. Once we got there, we checked into budget. Now, one of the things I sometimes do is even after I make a travel reservation, I check back and see, you know, maybe there's a better price that's going to pop up, you know, a spit sale or something. And in this case, we originally, a sporty car reserved from Hertz. So it turned out budget had a special sale. Ended up being almost a third of the price. It's like great. So I made the reservation. When we got to the counter, I'm I'm a member of their fast track program, but I got there and they have the screen, okay, you know, where it's supposed to tell you where to go, and it was blank. So I had to go to the counter and they had to, you know, do the paperwork just like normal. Kind of frustrating because, you know, if I went to National or to Hertz, I would have gone straight to the car and been out of there. But then the lady who was checking us out says, well, I have a Mustang V6 for you. A sporty car, so that's cool. Or I can upgrade you to a V8 Hemi Challenger or Charger. About the time my son's eyes were bulging out of his head. So, of course, we took the V8 sporty car, high-performance car, and we took the Challenger because it was just the two of us. When I checked the weather forecast the day before leaving on Friday, it said pretty much about 65 degrees the whole trip. I mean, it was supposed to be beautiful weather. We have an old saying in our family is, you know the weather person's wrong when their lips are moving. And boy, would that play out. So Saturday was a beautiful day. We went to a place called Clown Burgers. Great little place in um, near Fort Worth. You know, one of the hole-in-the-wall places. And 
I mean, it looks like a dive place, but I mean, the food was good. The next day, we went to the NASCAR race, and of course, it was supposed to be sunny, and it said it was cloudy, kind of misty the whole day. I actually did not take my jacket, which probably should have, because it did get cooler than they said it was supposed to be, but coming from Iowa, it wasn't that cold. However, I did forget my cell phone charger, which turned out to be a problem. So always remember to check to make sure you have those essentials. We got to the the race. There was a NASCAR truck race, and then there was the main cup race. Well, about the time the cup race started, it was once again supposed to be sunny. They, you know, the weather forecast changes said it was cloudy, but then it'll be sunny about one o'clock. Well, one o'clock came. It wasn't sunny. Two o'clock came. It was misty. I'm looking at the weather radar. No chance of rain. Didn't think much of it. Well, it started misting pretty hard. To the point where they got the race about 54 laps into the race. And they called it because they red flagged it because of rain. After a while, we went over to In-N-Out Burger. Which, being that I grew up in Southern California, was a staple. Now, I had never heard of Whataburger. But apparently, I should have gone to Whataburger just to try them out because I heard those are really good. Everybody told me to try it. So I was going to try it this coming March, but guess I'll have to wait on that. Once again, the rain never showed. But, I mean, it was a steady mist. It was miserable. But we decided, well, we finally went home after. They finally called the race because it looked like it wasn't going to let up. We go, well, Monday, we'll change our plan. You know, if necessary, We'll change our plans. We'll go to the races if it looks like it's going to, you know, be nice. I opened the curtains on Monday morning and it was pouring rain. I go, let's not go. So we decided to drive up to Oklahoma City like planned. We were stopping in a town to go to the uh, to a car museum. As I said, my son loves car museums. So I found a, the only good, really good car museum in that part of Texas. But the whole time I was having trouble with the car, our rental car. I mean, it was just handling so poorly. Now, I've driven, I've actually driven fast stock cars. So I know how to drive a slick race car. And this car was just, I mean, all over the place. Now, I know Chrysler, I mean, any Chrysler car is pretty outdated as far as suspension. But I didn't realize, I mean, I, it has traction. Go to control. What was going on? Well, we started driving up to Oklahoma, and we ended up getting rain, snow, sleet, hail, and finally, ice storm. That's right, an ice storm in October. We got to the hotel, and as it turned out, probably about in Oklahoma City, and probably three-quarters of the city was at without power. I actually got a call from the the Oklahoma City Museum, and they canceled, said, we're not going to be open tomorrow because of the storm. So we pretty much hunkered down in the hotel for 24 hours, um, found some places that were open. We went to the Oklahoma City Memorial and looked through the gates because we didn't think they would be open the whole trip while we were there, and sure enough, they weren't. But we made the best of it. When the first time I filled up with gas, I kind of looked at the tires going, I know what the problem is now. The car does not have all-season tires. They weren't summer tires, but they weren't all-season tires either. Like, okay, I better be careful. Well, the day we're, we ended up taking a, once it started drying up, we did take a trip up route, a portion of Route 66 from Oklahoma City to Tulsa. But then it started getting, 
it started raining again, starting getting dark, so we came back, had some barbecue. I mean, you're in that part of the country, you got to have barbecue. Got back, and it's like, we were supposed to leave the next day, and according to the weather report, it was supposed to be nice until about 8 a.m. when rain was supposed to move in from the west. As bad as, you know, as bad as that car handles in the rain, we decided, well, we'll just get up early, leave, hopefully avoid the rain. Rain came in early. So the first two hours, we were driving through a rainstorm. Kind of embarrassing. You're getting passed by very slow via. I mean, I could not drive that thing up to the speed limit. Embarrassing for me to be passed by, you know, other cars driven. Them kind of looking at me going slow. I wasn't going really slow, but it felt like it. But we did do a little sightseeing. And... Spent the night in Shreveport. The next day, of course, it was my son's birth, actual birthday. And one of the things I planned was him to zip line over alligators at animal farm, well, um, alligator farm type place. Well, we get there and it turns out that the owner had to go take an alligator to the vet because it was having issues. So no zip lining. It was kind of like when my daughter turned 11. We were traveling through Michigan. We stopped at Frankenmove, which is a Bavarian German village. Very nice place. Although, if you go two or three blocks away, you're into the suburbs, so it's not really that far. I planned all these things for my daughter's birthday, and every one of them. One was canceled because of high water on the river. Um, we were going to take this train ride. Apparently, they shut down the train ride, but that hadn't been... It was still showing on Google Maps and all the tourist things. So, like, great. And this seemed to be working the same way. It's like, well, hopefully dinner ding it. So we drove into Dallas and we saw Bucky's. Now, if you don't know what Bucky's is, it's a convenience store chain. A convenience store chain whose main buildings are about the size of a small Walmart. 67,000 square feet of convenience store. 100 pumps. I mean, I had never, I had seen some big convenience stores in my life, but nothing like that. But then we went to dinner, my, and when it, we went into those middle, medieval tournaments, we had actually were book, booked one in Orlando. As it turned out, if we even would have stayed on that trip, the Orlando location closed because a big spike in COVID cases. So, I mean, by changing our trip plans, it actually worked out better. So we went to the to the medieval tournament. Overall, it was fantastic. The only bad thing for my son was that we were right on the edge. We were in the VIP section, and we were in the where the sections divide. Well, the section next to us, right across the aisle from us, had a very attractive waitress. She had, I'm guessing, she was 18, 19 years old. We had the guy waiter. Like, what can you do? Just happens sometimes. But I wasn't, I didn't know how he would handle this. You know, sometimes you got, just got to take chances. See if it'll work out. And actually, he had a fantastic time. He enjoyed it a lot. You know, sometimes with teenagers, just take them. It was the first time, I mean, we were up in Minneapolis, and they didn't want to go to a farm, but once we got there, they had a great time. So sometimes you just got to say, 
we're going. Then we had a, another day to explore, and then we came back. So what's some lessons learned here? Well, number one is you need to be flexible in your travels. Sometimes things are going to happen. Now let's hope that there's never another pandemic like we've had, like COVID, you know, in our lifetimes. But you never know what's going to happen. So always expect the unexpected, but always be prepared. And you know what? Just roll with the punches sometimes. We had to make a lot of changes. We weren't happy with some of those changes. Guess what? They all worked out in the long run. We still had a great trip. Also, if you got, you know, if it's somebody's birthday or something, let them plan something for the day. Now, do something special for them on the actual day of the birthday, but then plan others, you know, let them plan something for, you know, excursion to go on. Or if we went to Tampa, there was a a pirate boat journey we were planning to take. Stuff like that. But let them plan part of the trip for you. Just enjoy yourself. You know, (laughs) no matter what happens, these times only come once. So enjoy them. Have fun with them. I mean, my son will only turn 18 one time. But he had a good time. He enjoyed the trip. And that, I mean, he almost immediately, I mean, just right after school was out, he he moved out of state to go to school. So leaving me home with... My wife and te- two teenage daughters, so don't appreciate that so much. But he, we, enjo- we had a times that we will never forget. Just the two of us. I let him know that he was special. How much he ca- he meant to me. And those times will never come again, because they're he's off doing his own thing. We'll hopefully be taking a trip in March to visit my brother, who they've never actually. My kids have not met my brothers. A little older, okay, very much older than I am. So he's had some health issues, so want to visit him. So we're going to do that as a family. And once again, we're going to let them plan some stuff. But most of all, because we're going to Southern California, where I grew up, I know a few more tricks of the plate area than they do. So yes, number one, be flexible. Things are going to happen. Number two, you know, let the kids pick some stuff sometimes, and plan special events, especially around birthdays or something. You only live life once. Enjoy it. Enjoy it with the family. Even though in COVID times, I mean, most of the hotels were pretty good. I'll make some comments there because I will actually do actual reviews of the hotels, what they could have done better, what is kind of annoying about what they're doing. But that's this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to tell you about some other trips we had. I've had in the past. Some of them before I even met my family because there's some stories there talk about having to make alternate plans. So I will talk to you next time. We have a website. It's TravelFunAdventure.com. Take a look at it. We also have a Facebook page, on Facebook group page, Travel Fun and Adventure. So you can contact us. We also are on Twitter um, by my real name, Jay Dornoff. Um, on Twitter, I mainly um, tweet out like special events or special airfares or airline, you know, imports and travel news that comes up. So if that's something you're interested in, I'll include links to that on our website. Also, got to thank. Um, also, have to thank who provides our music. I hope you enjoy it. Um, all our music information. Music information, our music is done from Upbeat, 
And the song is Adventure is Calling, so perfect for show. That's it for this time, and I will see you next time. Have fun, go out and do some adventures. <laughs>